Hello there, my name is Josh DeGroat. Welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. This is a podcast in which I am going through the New City Catechism, which is a series of 52 questions and answers with scripture. So there is one question and answer per week, and we'll make our way through it in a year. Uh, The goal of going through the New City Catechism is um, to help lay a foundation or to uh, solidify our foundation in terms of what we believe uh, the Bible teaches. Uh, Catechisms have been used for for centuries. I would say in the last century or so they have fallen more into disfavor, but uh, they've been a, a helpful and useful tool for Christians for a long time. And I think, um, I think coming back to a practice of catechizing would help, uh, help, help uh, remedy some of the problem of biblical illiteracy that we see in the church right now. So, so we're making our way through this. Uh, we're on question nine this week. Question eight uh, was, what does the law of God consist in the Ten Commandments? And so we just, we just went through the Ten Commandments from you shall have no other gods before me to you shall not covet and all the rest in between. Questions 9 through 12, it's going to split up the Ten Commandments and take um, two or three per question. Uh, For question 9, we're going to look at uh, commands 1, 2, and 3 and really kind of give the sense of the command, not just state the command, but the sense of what uh, God requires in the command. Uh, So questions 9, 10, 11, and 12, we're going to kind of dive deeper into the Ten Commandments. So question 9 is this, what does God require in the first, second, and third commands? The answer, first, that we know and trust God as the only true and living God. Second, that we avoid all idolatry and do not worship God improperly. Third, that we treat God's name with reverence and fear, honoring also his word and works. The true God revealed in the Bible and made known in the person and work of Jesus Christ is the creator of all things. Left to ourselves, we reject the God who made us and make for ourselves gods that we want, the kind of God that we can put into our back pockets and manipulate to our whims and desires. We were made to worship, and so we will worship something. We will worship a God. It just depends on which God it is. But when the Holy Spirit makes spiritually dead people alive in Christ, our hearts are awakened to the glory of God. We are awakened to the God who is, the God who actually exists, the God who made us, and we turn from the idols of our own making. And so, as Christians, we are to know this God, we're to approach this God, and we are to worship this God in light of who he actually is. This is what pleases him as laid out in the first three commandments. The first three commandments fundamentally have to do with worship of the true God. And so let's just look at the first three commands in just a bit more detail. The first command requires that God alone would be known and trusted and worshiped. This essentially answers the question, whom are we to worship? We are to worship the only true and living God, right? God says in the first command, you shall have no other gods before me. So we are to know and trust and worship God as the only true and living God. 
The second command requires that we are careful to avoid all idolatry. Now, this idolatry can be physical in form, or it can be idolatry in our imagination where we set up images of our own making. But the second command says you shall not make any idols or carved images and bow down and worship them. So we are to avoid all idolatry and worship God acceptably. This basically answers the question, by what means are we to worship? Well, we are to worship not by means of images or idols, whether physical or imaginary, but rather, Jesus says in John 4, that, that we are called to worship God in spirit and in truth. The third command requires that we would honor the name of God and treat his name with fear and reverence. This answers the question, how are we to approach God in worship? We are to approach God in worship with fear, with reverence, honoring his name. We are to not take his name lightly upon our lips or carry his name into falsehood. In fact, the idea of not taking God's name in vain means to not carry his name into vanity or, or into falsehood. It is not uncommon in our day to hear people say, God told me this or God told me that, or even for people to publicly proclaim a message that they claim to be from God. And that's, that's risky to do that. We want to be careful not to carry God's name into falsehood, not to use his name in vain, not to take his name upon our lips in a flippant or shallow or loose way. We want to treat his name with respect and honor. We want to fear and reverence God by fearing and reverencing his name. And this is what Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer. The first petition in the Lord's Prayer, after, after addressing God as our Father, Jesus teaches us to pray, Father, hallowed be your name. Or, God, Father, may your name be regarded as holy. May it be sanctified or set apart. So this is uppermost in Jesus's mind because he teaches us to pray this first, that God's name would be honored, hallowed, reverenced, feared, treasured. And so this is what God requires from us in the third command, that his name would, would not be taken in vain, but it would be honored, respected, hallowed, reverenced, and so forth. So what does God require in the first three commandments? The answer first, that we know God and trust God as the only true and living God. Second, that we avoid all idolatry and do not worship God improperly. Third, that we treat God's name with fear and reverence, honoring also his word and works. And the scripture that goes with question and answer number nine is out of Deuteronomy chapter six, verses 13 and 14, which says, it is the Lord your God you shall fear. Him you shall serve, and by his name you shall swear. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of the peoples around you. So, the first three commands have to do with worship of God, fidelity to God, and how we approach him, and know him, and worship him.